One of the features here on Less the Book Coach is going to be a weekly podcast. Everybody has a story. I spent 17 years in radio asking questions, and until I started this series, I had no idea how much I missed it. The format of these podcasts is going to be a guest and me in a conversation, and you get to eavesdrop. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed the conversation. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Everybody Has a Story. Our guest today is Janella McIntyre. Janella has authored a number of books on a wide range of topics from children's books to, to self-help books to book dealing with stress. Janella, I've worked with you on a couple of books. The one we'd like to talk about today is Soft Skills for Tough Cookies. First of all, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here. So tell us, give us an overview. I mean, I've had the pleasure of working with you on this. I know about Soft Skills, but tell us what (laughs) Soft Skills for Tough Cookies is about. It's a book about um, communication styles, generally centered on managers, but not necessarily. So the title of After Soft Skills for Tough Cookies is How to Deal with Difficult Managers. Again, it's about communication styles, and it has 12 different communication styles that I tend to see in people, but I work mostly with managers, so again, it's centered around that. And then how to deal with those difficult uh, communication styles as well as if you recognize yourself in there, um, what you might do to hmm, soften your approach. So people often are called tough cookies if they have a difficult personality. However, um, and sometimes they need the training in soft skills, so consequently soft skills for tough cookies. Janelle, how's about a little bit of, of background on, on who you are and, and what you mm-hmm. do? I know that you're, you're at this time you're still teaching at the University of Winnipeg. Uh, you've done some contract mm-hmm. work uh, for the Manitoba government. But uh, bring us up to speed on, on what you do and how the cookie book developed. From Where were you working with these managers? Certainly. Well, I've, uh, um, my background's in both counseling and social psychology, but um, when I, I really started focusing on the workplace when I became a manager myself and I realized the impact that a manager has. Um, and so I've been working, I guess, for the past 20 years as a trainer and in um, various things such as team building and anything that really promotes a psychologically safe workplace. Um, also consulting and coaching. And of course, I wanted to write down and help as many people as I could deal with difficult styles and find out the same things that I found out, consequently, that book. But I still, I'm a trainer for the university, and as you mentioned, with the province, and my company is called Partners in Discovery Limited, and it's from Brandon, myself and one other person. Um, And we train and coach and consult around things that establish psychologically safe workplaces. Now... Uh, and and I've reviewed the book on uh, on my uh, website before, and I say, uh, despite the cover, got got a picture of a dozen or so cookies on it. This is not a cookbook. So so tell us about the styles of of cookies and and where did this concept come from? 
it first of all the concept came from working I guess it's been about 17 or 18 years now working with people who had really not not doing well in their leadership position and basically because they their communication style was harsh or their soft skills or they were technically proficient but not really good at getting along with people and of course in a leadership position that's crucial and I would then meet these people and I would find out that almost always they were wonderfully unaware of how they were coming across to other people and why it was important that they change that. So they may have been given some feedback about maybe being overly direct, such as uh, Ginger Snap, um, who, who tends to just all of a sudden kind of snap and get angry. Um, and then it's okay again for a while and then again snaps a little bit or more. And I realized that, again, they may have received feedback, but they really didn't understand the impact they were having on other people and how that was directly related to how they were doing, not only in their own position, but in the company in general, because that's what leadership's all about. Um, I was shocked and surprised. Um, I re- there was one person who... Uh, I was supposed to meet and he emailed me and said, I don't want to meet you at my work environment. Let's meet at the Tim Hortons. And it was just very direct, very blunt email. So I thought, Oh, okay. Well, I, when I, I was driving to meet him and there, it was in the middle of the winter, the roads were terrible. And the, I was thinking, Oh, I, I can't turn around now. I've got this appointment coming up, but I called and I called to say I would be late. So the person said, oh, okay. <laughs> like, seriously? I'm on ice here? Don't you care? <laughs> really? So um, anyway, long story short, I, I got in. I walked into the, 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 the Tim Hortons, and I saw a person sitting there, and I just kind of figured that must be that person. And he looked at me, and he stood up, shook my hand, and said, oh, have a seat. It's nice to meet you. Um, would you like a coffee or a tea? I've, I've got I've got both here for you. <laughs> I went, like, are you serious? So I looked at him and I said, wow, you're not rude at all. <laughs> he said, well, what made you think I was a rude person? Well, have you looked at your emails lately? And I was on, you know, a road with ice and and all you said was, uh-huh. <laughs> and he says, yeah, I get that. Up. I get that a lot. <laughs> so... We were able to talk about how he did not intend to come across that way and what he needed to do to change it. And so that person, there were so many, and that's really the, the type of client that I work with now in coaching. So why the analogy to cookies? And uh, I mean, I love it going through, you know, from the ginger snap and, and the black and white, the hermit cookie. Um, and Part of, of working with you on this was the fun and and remembering the chocolate puff, like from from our days, of, you know, uh, being a kid and then had that crust of chocolate on the marshmallow and that almost a dab of cherry jam over the wafer kind of thing. Like everybody remembers <laughs> remembers chocolate puff. Where did why did that analogy come to be, or how did that come about in your mind? Well, an interest of mine since forever has been on personality style. So I have observed people. And then when I was working with them specifically on communication styles, 
I noticed that different types sort of came up and repeated themselves. And I, I just walked out one time and I said, wow, you know, what a tough cookie. <laughs> and he needs soft skills. So consequently, soft skills are tough cookies. And the ginger snaps just kind of appeared. And then when I thought about it and then started to think about when I was working, what were the similar behaviors? Um, then, so for example, I, I worked with a manager who self-identified as I'm black and white. There is no gray. I don't do feelings. And that's it. I give it to you straight. But unfortunately, it was turning everyone off and it wasn't good for leadership. And I thought, wow, this is so black and white. And I didn't even know there was a black and white cookie. And <laughs> I heard my, my family friends came back from New York at that time. And they said, I said, what are these? They said, what are these black and white cookies? Like, are you serious? There's a cookie called black and white cookie. Okay, wonderful. And then from there, it just kind of grew. I know I'm a sugar cookie. And then listening to the radio about what the imperial cookie was. And it just matched. It just matched beautifully. Um, to the point that um, even the the now uh, outgoing president of the United States, uh, Donald Trump, is a, is a perfect cookie type in your book isn't he <laughs> you know it was it was just it was by chance that the caricature of the cookie happens to look like him but you know it's just by chance but yes that's the imperial cookie and the imperial cookie is um is the cookie name for what what's also called in in social psych and in management an empty suit uh, and an expansive suit so the empty suits are people who are in the position that really don't have the capabilities. And the expansive suit is someone who may have the capabilities, but really does what they do only for self-serving interest. And so there are actual types like that. And I thought, yeah, that's the imperial cookie. Like somebody needs to say that, you know, the emperor's not wearing any clothes. <laughs> so, um, Consequently, emperor. Consequently, driving around and hearing, oh, there's an imperial cookie. Really nice cookie. Really bad leader. Now, times are changing. We're in the middle of, of the pandemic. Um, and you and I have talked about how we handle things at this time, what it's done to our business. Is is there a requirement or is there uh, a, to make it the baker's dozen? Do you need one more one more chapter in the book? On, on using these soft skills in in a time of virtual meetings, does that change the way we deal with these kind of people? Well, I think it's going to change for some of them. Um, so, for example, um, the, the communication through email or through Zoom is still going to show up. The style is still going to show up. You know, the person who's the... the um, Ginger Snap will be very direct, may not respond or even say good, have any niceties whatsoever, just get straight down to business. Um, and since there's a lot of room for misinterpretation over email, um, I think it's even more important that we understand styles, especially during stressful times, because we have, in most cases, we'll have a predetermined um impression of this person now we're working from home and it's not necessarily going to make it any easier to work with that person 
but it does, it is a more controlled environment. So I think there's a lot that can be done um, to understand the style that you're working with, including your own, and then make those those changes that are in the book. And the, the changes that are in the book can be uh, whether you're on Zoom, whether uh, you're on face-to-face. Now you you slip that in so tactfully about uh, about dealing with tough cookies and oh by the way evaluating your own practices but maybe that's the place to start isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, most people when they read the book or they we've been in a workshop session on training for the cookies they have said well I you know I'm a little of this and I'm a little of that and this is true there's no one personality descriptor that's going to fit us. We're all absolutely unique. But you are looking at the pattern of style. And most people will recognize them. So, for example, it was easy to write about the sugar cookie because I'm a sugar cookie. And it was very easy to write about the oatmeal raisin because, well, my husband's also an oatmeal raisin. So, um, yeah, if people could recognize themselves, then they're already doing a lot of the work to improve their communication style, both by accepting other people, knowing what to do about it, and also accepting their own style. Um, I've, I've picked up the book, and I'm just thumbing through it. And the one that catches my, my attention here is is the fortune cookie. Like, what, what in the world is 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 a person who who is a fortune cookie? And uh, I I tend to make fun of them when we when we get the messages, and I I don't take it with too much credibility when we're when we're out for Chinese food. But tell us tell us what's a fortune cookie? Okay. Yes. Well, the fortune you actually describe it really quite well. You take a look at messages, the messages that comes from this cookie type. Um. You know, we just kind of like, oh, okay, here's the here's the numbers that I'm supposed to play for the lottery, or, but we don't really give it a lot of um, mind. However, when we have a fortune cookie at work, it can be very draining, meaning it's the type of person who is what we might call negative, and often um, when we don't know something about a person or a situation, we kind of make it up. We fill in the gaps. That's, just what we do as people and it's rarely flattering and so the, the fortune cookie is the person who is maybe catastrophizing maybe they're they're um, bringing forward information that hasn't that's not been validated and it's generally doom and gloom or um, so again more than negative person and for me that was was the fortune cookie because unfor- unfortunately we do pay attention to those types of people they are very draining so if we could deal with the fortune cookie, the message that they bring, the like we would deal with the message we see inside a real fortune cookie, would be would be really a lot easier to handle them. To to go back to where we were about the changing times and and virtual meetings and and things on Zoom and and we know that the world is not going to go back to the to as many face to face meetings or working in an office the way it was. <clears throat> this is the reality for now, and it no doubt will have an impact a year, two, three down the road. Uh, any recommendations that 
that you do have, you, you, you have the book, The Soft Skills for Tough Cookies, but to, to make it easier to apply those, those soft skills or to, to be aware of how to read people and, and see what kind of a cookie they really are when you're mm-hmm. at a virtual meeting. Right. That's, yeah, that's a good question because it, there's two things there. First, it has to start with self-awareness. It has to start with your own understanding of your own style. The other piece about that is that the styles that are described, they are described, um, and the stories of, of like, the stories that I use to describe the cookies are real-life stories. Um, but they seem extreme. And so consequently, it's pretty easy to identify the behaviors that we might see, let's say, in an oatmeal raisin. Like, for example, whether we're meeting them on Zoom or we know them personally or we're at or we go back to face to face, we can still identify those behaviors and those behaviors won't change. For example, an oatmeal raisin is a person who doesn't like to do things differently. It's not so much they don't like change, which is a fairly overused phrase, but they often are the people who have a lot of corporate memory. They have, they've been with the organization for a while and they really like the way things are and they're kind of stuck. They don't like to, to shift and do something new. So you would see that definitely in shifting from face-to-face to Zoom. So that would be the person who you might need to work harder with to build the skills and to get on board. And again, if you know that this is a style and that because you see it a number of times and across circumstances, then that you can say, okay, you know, this person's just really miserable. Or this could be a person who is resisting change and what can I do about it? And again, the book gives you specifics of what to do. We, we started out the, uh, the conversation by saying that you had authored uh, a couple of books, and, and uh, I know that the first book that I worked with you was, was about stress. Uh, tell us, what are you working on now? What's, what's next uh, on Janella's desk? Well, there certainly has been a number of projects on my desk, as you say, um, and for me, again, I think it will center around communication styles. I think you and I were talking about um, looking at cleaning up the crumbs, which was really dealing more with conflict. Because there, once you have styles, but you, maybe you have people who go beyond style, and you enter and you end up in conflict with them. So how do we deal with that? Janella, thanks so much for your time. Our guest today has been Janella McIntyre from Partners in Discovery and author of Soft Skills for Tough Cookies. That's today's podcast. Everybody has a story. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed asking the questions. And if you have any ideas for an interesting guest, uh, you'd like to hear more on any topic, please send the idea along to Less the book coach at gmail.com.